It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Whether you want a laid-back trail to hit with friends or you're planning something more adventurous, All Trails Plus is your guide to making the most of your time outdoors. Get outside today with three free months of All Trails Plus with code PODCAST23 at alltrails.com slash podcast. Under Pressure podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Willis, and today I have two wonderful women with me discussing uh, rolling in the master's divisions and how life is a little bit different from maybe the adult uh, division. And so I would love to have them introduce themselves. Uh, Heather or Alex, would you like to start? I'm Alex, and I've been training for about two years. And I moved to Louisiana from Colorado and my kids started training and competing. And another mom said, Hey, you want to do that with me? If I do it all, you'll do, if you do it, I'll do it. I said, okay, done. And I've been doing it ever since. Awesome. Awesome. Hello, I'm Heather DeSalvo. Um, I've been training about two years. My uh, husband is a, a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt. I have a little gray belt son and a little yellow belt son. Uh, they've both been training for a long time. And I finally thought, well, why not me too? Um, <laughs> we spend a lot of time at the gym, so I might as well get some exercise in. Hey, there you go. There you go. And I think y'all both lead a women's class down there on Wednesday nights, correct? At uh, we, Excelsior? We do. Um, we started... Um, uh, uh, Alyssa Lott, you know, one of the, the founder's daughters... Um, she was running the women's class and then it kind of got passed on to us. We didn't want women's class to die. So we're really excited. We're growing it in Zachary now. Um, and, you know, we've got a wide range of adults and kids in the class, but only ladies. Only ladies. Yes. Yes. So that's something that uh, I feel like so few gyms have the ability to offer a, a women's only class because they may only have one or two women. And uh, it's kind of difficult to have a class with just a one-on-one session. It becomes a private tutoring session. <laughs> yes, very true. And we figure that, you know, some days we have more adults, some days we have more kids, but if we can, you know, get even younger girls to come train, then we're growing our program. Eventually they will be, you know, young adults, teenagers, and women one day. So Absolutely. Absolutely. So now do y'all, both of y'all, do y'all compete? Uh, what, what, what's that look like for y'all? I have only done a few in-houses. Um, it's very hard when you are over 40 to find people to compete <laughs> with. <laughs> so there's that challenge. Right. But I'm not close to competing again if I can find somebody to compete with. What about you, Miss Heather? Um, so I started competing about three months into my jujitsu journey as a very, very brand new white belt. 
and got smoked at my first tournament. Um, and I've kind of been addicted to it ever since. I've done um, multiple IBJJFs at this point, uh, but I suffered a, a pretty catastrophic leg injury in yeah. February. So I have been um, out of the competition circuit, much to my chagrin. Uh, there's a, a competition coming up at the end of July that I'm watching. I have about uh, 10 days left to register. Mm -hmm. um, I've been talking about orthopedics, seeing if he thinks I can do it or not. So it's, it's kind of up in the air. Um, I really, really enjoy competing. I think it, it pushes me as a person and it really pushes my jujitsu to limits that I don't really see in class. Um, and then it's also exciting to get to go, you know, compete and roll with women that are my age and my weight, mm -hmm. uh, because I'm, you know, uh, I'm an old lady and I'm a smaller lady. <laughs> and so, uh, in predominantly male classes, it's very difficult to find partners that are my size. And so a lot of times I get paired up with, uh, teenage boys, <laughs> um, which can be problematic in itself. I, I can't imagine why, <laughs> but no, I, uh, I, I know that I, I remember seeing you in that cat and well, in that bionic leg, uh, kind of cast <laughs> and it, you didn't break it competing. You broke it during just regular class. Didn't you? Um, no, I, w I was, I was, um, I was in a regular class. We were doing shark tank and it was our last shark tank for the night. Oh no! Um, I really, really wanted to, to pass my training partner's guard. Um, I was stuck in a Delaheva hook and I went to pop um, her Delaheva hook out and my foot got stuck. And so my leg went one way and the bottom half of my leg went the other. So I, um, I uh, had a traumatic patella dislocation. My patella actually went all the way behind my leg. And so I, I broke my patella. I tore my MPFL. Uh, partially tore my MCL and I had pretty extensive tendon and um, nerve damage. Mm. So, um, but I'm almost five months out. I'm, I'm finally getting to where I can train almost regular. I'd say I, I did a lot of drilling uh, about eight weeks after injury. I got back on the mats um, and I would drill with my husband. Um, so it's, it's been interesting coming back from an injury like that. I've never had anything like that before. Um, as far as like a, a major joint injury. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I pray you well, never I'm have excited. that one again. Say yeah. that again. I'm excited to have Heather back as a training partner because she was my favorite person to drill with. And just this last week, I finally got to drill with her again. Yeah. Old ladies sticking together. <laughs> <laughs> we got to look out for each other, man. That's right. So, so that brings up a great question as far as every you know, jujitsu, you know, practitioner, competitor, they've got to recover. And so what is that recovery process like from something as traumatic as dislocating and tearing up your knee um, for, you know, and even, you know, just the everyday aches and sores and the things that creak when you get out of bed in the morning. So yeah. what, what is that like? One of the things I think that I um, have really learned from my injury is that while I love jujitsu, I do have to take time for recovery. Um, but I've also had to really invest time into strength training. Uh, my orthopedic told me that if I wanted to get back into competing again, that I was going to have to bulk up my VMOs <laughs> in my legs. And I was like, I don't even know what that is. Um, 
So I've started a, um, a strength training regimen. Um, I also do a lot of stretching. I've started kickboxing since the injury. I, I don't kick very well because I'm still in braces uh, on my leg. Um, of course. But uh, one of the things my husband's really big on is, you know, for his jujitsu, he, he's very big on you've got to lift weights as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it seems counterintuitive. Like it seems like it wouldn't be productive to lift weights because then your jujitsu suffers. But I think it's actually good for it, I guess. Um, I also take a lot of supplements uh, <laughs> at night. <laughs> to help ease the pain um and I'm not gonna lie I'm sore a lot right but um I I definitely think post-injury the mindset shift has Mm. been very beneficial to me like I I'm not in it to quote-unquote win it now I'm in it for the long haul and -hmm. so it's very important for me to take care of my body especially as I get older Oh yeah, of course. Of course. I think, and what you were saying about lifting weight somehow being counterproductive, that reminds me of, a, you know, back in the day, just because I happen to be reading basketball nonfiction stuff right now. Why? I don't know. <laughs> but they thought for the longest time, if you lifted weights and basketball, it's going to slow you down. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, now we know, oh, you get in the gym and you lift some weights and these people are now basically airborne, mm-hmm. right? So it's doing it in the right way, you know, not trying to be like a, a Mr. or Mrs. Olympia, you know, where right. you're all bulked up, but you know, also well, if you look at angry. the high level jujitsu athletes, a lot of them do have weight regimens mm-hmm. in addition to their jujitsu practice. Oh yeah, absolutely. I know when I had my first knee surgery, uh, you know, not as horrific as yours, uh, <laughs> but, um, I had no leg muscles and they said, mm-hmm. okay, we're going to have to, you've got to strengthen your knee. Otherwise this could happen again. Cause my joints, I'm so gangly naturally that my joints will pop out and all that kind of fun stuff. It doesn't hurt me, but it's eventually going to, it's going to pop and not come back, mm-hmm. <laughs> back in. So, but I know you both um, uh, have families that are involved in jujitsu. So as your, uh, recovery, something that you've learned and are passing on to the other members of your family. I know you mentioned, Heather, that your husband has influenced your recovery. You know, Alex, how are you influencing your kids' recovery? That kind of stuff. Honestly, I don't think I've given it much thought because they're so young and we have natural days off. So mm-hmm. they only do it like four days a week, I think, right now. So they get that day here and there in between, which for me and them seems to be like enough recovery unless I push really, really hard. And then I find a good salt bath helps. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Um, as far as my kids, uh, my youngest son isn't quite as active as my older son. Mm-hmm. Um, my older son, you know, he's nine and he thinks he's going to win like IBJJF worlds tomorrow. So uh, <laughs> um, we've actually started putting him not on a weight regimen, but he's on a body weight uh, regimen where he's doing, uh, push-ups, pull-ups, sit-ups, things like that on his days off. Hmm. Um, and that's not us, uh, pushing him to do that. That's him, you know, wanting to improve. So he's asked, what can he do, you know, to help his jujitsu on his days off? And that's something that we do. We also drill a lot at home. Mm -hmm. Um, we have a mat room and, we do a lot of jujitsu around here. Uh, 
They feel like we eat, sleep, and breathe jujitsu. Uh, I, I sense no problems with that. <laughs> um, but that is something, you know, that again, my husband passed on to me, but really didn't click until earlier this year. And that just from my son seeing us, he's kind of started mimicking that behavior. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. I mean, because kids, um, they really do. I mean, you know, this as an, as an educator, kids just really just, they're, they're sponges. They pick up everything that they see just about. Mm-hmm. So that's good to be modeling, you know, some good, you know, drive uh, to keep going at it, even when you're sore and then just good, healthy habits as far as, okay, take a breath, you know, let's mm-hmm. keep, you know, take a beat so that you can keep going. Yeah. So, but uh but yeah, I know that that was something getting back to something you said earlier, Alex, about if you can, you're not closed off to finding a competitor, competing if you can find a competitor. Um, so yeah, let's let's talk about how that's a struggle sometimes to find somebody, uh, your experience level and your life experience level as well. Um, what what is is that uh, disheartening when you can't find anyone? Uh, what is that like? Mm. It was frustrating because I, I did a couple of in-houses and everybody was like smaller than me mm-hmm. and younger. And I want to see what I can do against somebody my own size and weight and such. But there's not, I'm finding there's not that many out there. And if there are, they don't want to compete. They're mm-hmm. in it more for like personal growth and like health it like keeping active Mm -hmm. and I was very frustrated that's like but then I think about it and it's like I'm not as aggressive as my friend Heather here (laughs) (laughs) so like I really was proud of myself how I did in the in-house and I and I would like to push myself more, but if I'm unable to because of unavailable people, because I'm 41 years old now, Mm -hmm. um, it's not the end of the world for me because I truly love jujitsu. Like it's so much fun. Like sometimes it throws people off because I'll laugh during a role when they're trying to choke me Um, (laughs) (laughs) because I just, I truly enjoy hitting myself against someone else and seeing what I'm capable of. Oh yeah. No, I'm, if nothing else, it's just the, the confidence, you know, compared to other women, you know, your age or Miss Heather's age or my age. It's like, yeah, I can handle myself. I'm a, (laughs) I'm a tough, I'm a tough one. Yeah, for sure. And I think, and just to kind of echo that sentiment, it's, it's tough. Um, I'm, I'm 31. I'm in the master's one division. The only time I can find people my age are in the IBJJF events, and it's usually going to be the big ones like Nogi Pans or obviously the Masters, you know. Uh, but sometimes even those local tournaments, it's sometimes it's a toss-up. Sometimes there's a lot. Sometimes it's just one other person, and you will go. I've gone against the same person in Nogi at my rank, I think six or seven times to the point where we're like, okay, I'm sick of you at this point. Right. <laughs> so well, the variety is kind of what you're looking for too when you compete. So. Mm-hmm that's it's it's a challenge for sure mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now uh did you first compete I know uh Miss Heather you competed first when you were a white belt I can't remember uh 
Alex, if you were a white belt when you first started competing, or was it a blue belt? Nope. It was blue. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was, I was happy to be a white belt as long as possible. <laughs> and I was sad. <laughs> I got my blue belt. <laughs> Cause the belt don't really, it doesn't really matter to me, but getting the blue belt definitely lit something in me. Like I kind of felt like I needed to be worthy of it. <laughs> I like it. I like that idea. I must be worthy of the belt. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love it. So um, I guess, I mean, that's just a, the big question I have was, you know, how, how do you go out, you know, knowing you may not have a competitor. And I know it's, it's hap- it happened to me actually at uh, American Nationals where I was supposed to have somebody, we're supposed to have two or three people in our division. And we had two people basically drop out and it was a just one V one, um, event. I was, you know, it's just so disheartening where it's, that's about as big of a stage, you know, nationals is a huge stage and mind boggling to me that you register for it and then you don't show up, you know, that's, that's the most frustrating one. You don't want to get a gold from a no show, you know, you don't want that course but I don't want a participation award <laughs> right, right right and of course you take the medal you don't tell people that That's yeah right. you know like, I yeah I won first hey <laughs> I was very proud of my second place medal. <laughs> even if it was an in-house I don't care I earned it I was so proud of myself oh shoot yeah no you're you're definitely a hard role in that in-house it's like darn it darn it darn it you know I can't move <laughs> That was, that was a lot of fun. So uh, as you're going through your jujitsu journey, you know, and looking back, what are some things that you've noticed that have changed about your game and your approach to jujitsu, you know, from now versus, you know, first couple of months in, has it, you know, lit more fire? I can actually see things now. (laughs) (laughs) I can like, see the opportunities for submissions and I can like slow it down and stay in a position and have a little bit more control than I did before. Mm -hmm. I definitely think for me, um, when I I first started, because I kind of do think of myself as like a a barky little chihuahua dog at people. Um, (laughs) And so like I went in like, yeah, I got to go the fastest, you know, push the hardest, gonna win. Um, And, you know, with jujitsu, that just doesn't work. (laughs) Um, And so I definitely have seen over, you know, the past two years, like I've had to like really refine, like, okay, this is how I play my closed guard game. Now this is my open guard strategy. I feel like I'm I'm starting to develop layers Mm -hmm. to my jujitsu. And then um, I find that I watch a lot more jujitsu videos of girls with my body style. Um, And so I'm able to like study it and then try to mimic. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, I'm I'm very fortunate uh, that I I do, you know, I live with a black belt who uh, tutors me every day. Mm -hmm. Um, He was jokingly telling me the other day, he's like, do you know how much someone would have to pay for all the private lessons you get? So I, I do acknowledge that that is a little unique. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of times I feel like my, um, my knowledge of jujitsu is a lot greater than my ability to do jujitsu. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I, I still don't think I'm very good. 
but uh, I can recognize stuff a lot better than I could back in the day. Oh, I'm about to say, I, it's it's like somebody turns the lights on yeah. and, you know, after a little while. And uh, the best analogy uh, one of my coaches gave me about jujitsu is for a new person, it's like trying to drink water out of a gushing fire hydrant. Yes. I mean, you can do it, but you may get hurt in the process. Yes. <laughs> but Oh, man. And I do find now that I can recognize like, okay, we can practice this technique, but this technique is not something I'm going to put into my game. Like I can start recognizing that now. Cascade Platinum Plus cleans so well, all you have to do is just scrape, load, and you're done. Your dishes will shine with no pre-wash or re-wash needed leaving you more time for the things that let you truly express yourself. Because that's when you shine the brightest. A proud sponsor of Can't Cancel Pride 2023, Cascade celebrates those who shine with pride all month and all year. Learn more at can'tcancelpride.com. Like, I understand the importance of it, but this is definitely not my top thing that I want to do. I got you. Oh, that's like whenever we go over, you know, deep half at our gym, <laughs> it's like, uh, this is a bad idea for me. That is so funny. You mentioned that we were working on that last night and I was telling the, you know, the coach, I was like, I hate this. <laughs> I was like, I don't want somebody sitting on my head like that. No, 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 no. Um, but again, I think it's because, you know, I think Sarah, me and you're in the same weight class. Mm-hmm. And- I don't want people on top of me like that. No, I, I certainly don't. And so I can't get up for, because it's always, because uh, you've met people like Sean and, you know, he's come down to train, I yeah. think on, on Saturdays. I always try, for whatever reason, I try to do deep half with him and it does not end well. And so, and he's as nice as he can be about it, but uh, yeah, no, 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 no. And there's definite uh, a time and place for it. And some people, they rock that game, um, but it is not for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm noticing uh, Alex over there is quite quiet. Uh, <laughs> I've been trying to work deep half, but it's not as easy as they make it look to get there. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so sometimes I forget about it and I'm just like, ugh, but... I'm trying to add it to my game. <laughs> oh, sure. Well, and it's good to like, even though it's the the bane of my existence, it's good mm-hmm. to recognize why I don't like it. And if I can mm-hmm. try to find a way to get out of it, that's, that's huge. It's kind of uh, when I teach, you know, I taught darses and sneaky darses and all that kind of stuff uh, last night for Nogi, which is my cup of tea. Uh, when I was teaching and I said so much about jujitsu is being able to, like y'all said, recognize things and then being able to respond Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, using that as you get to the next level of jujitsu, it's knowing what their response is going to be and then responding to that response. It's almost kind of, it's, it really is human chess in so many ways. Um, And so it's just, it's, it's constantly evolving. It's, every division they may have a go-to move you know they may have you know the heavy pressure game and the the higher weight categories um they used to have primarily in uh the lower weight division it was a lot of gangly open guard stuff and now those games are changing because now people are responding to that now we've got to respond to the response and so it's constantly an ebb and flow i feel Mm -hmm. yeah gosh but i know i have 
talked to a lot of women in town. I don't know if y'all happen to bring it up in everyday conversation uh, <laughs> with jujitsu, but um, what is something, you know, and I just happen to interact, you know, people my age, which are not necessarily old, of course, but not necessarily spring chickens either. And they, what would be your advice or how do you approach trying to invite someone to come to jujitsu that's, you know, not the aggressive teenager, so to speak? I mean, I, part of, you know, in addition to my family doing jujitsu, part of the reason I got into it is because I moved into administration at a school Mm -hmm. and now I'm the one that has to run and break up the fights. And several years ago when I was breaking up my first fight, I realized I don't know anything about this. Hmm. Um, And so, you know, I started training so that I could be comfortable in chaos. Mm -hmm. Um, And so a lot of people at work, kind of think I'm crazy Mm. because I do jujitsu, especially, you know, coming in with black eyes or being injured. Um, And I feel like a lot of times I just tell them how much I love it, how beneficial it is, not only, you know, uh, yeah, physically and mentally. I tell them it's extremely good stress relief. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, in education, it can be extremely stressful. Um, and if I didn't have an outlet, I'm, I'm not quite sure how I could handle my day-to-day responsibilities. Right. Um, and so I just encourage them. Um, I try never to uh, pressure people to come. I just talk to them about how much I enjoy it mm-hmm. and the benefits of it. Um, because honestly, like, I don't think you can convince somebody who isn't wanting to come to come. No, you just tell them how much you how much joy you find in it, how beneficial it is for you. My kids always tell me I'm a better mom and a better human after a class. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, that's very insightful of your children right there. <laughs> They're like, mama, you need to go to jiu <laughs> <laughs> What's that natural? I mean, that's exactly, I mean, you know, I don't want to comment on how you are as a human after jujitsu because I think you're great, but... Uh, <laughs> But it is, it is that runner's high, that endorphin rush, you know, you do, you're happier in that, that pain and that discomfort, you get all those happy chemicals flooding your brain. So it's, it's hard not to see the benefit of doing something that's physically taxing in a way that quite frankly, a lot of us don't get uh, Mm. on a day to day. Um, I know, you know, just speaking to our common experience in education, Heather, it's one of those things that if I didn't, you know, I have other stress outlets than mm-hmm. jujitsu. And of course, I think we all do, but there's something uniquely special about a physical stress release that involves some kind of a contact, you know, whether yes. that be boxing, whether that be jujitsu, it's able to, you're, for me, at least, I feel like I'm able to externalize whatever that problem is and then just let it go, like physically releasing it through mm-hmm. punching a heavy bag or choking somebody out, you know, ideally not getting choked out myself, but that is able to let me set it aside and then leave it on the mat. And then I can go on and be a, a better human afterwards, yes. to your point. Now, I won't lie. I have had some uh, awkward situations because you know the kids at school some of them know I train and I was actually at a class one day and I mean I'm at a school there's a lot of kids and so I was training with this teenage boy and I was actually triangle choking him and then as I'm you know getting him in a triangle I was like oh my god where do you go to school (laughs) 
<laughs> and he told me, and I was like, oh gosh, let me let you go. Um, that, uh, that was fun. Um, I don't think anyone at work ever let me live that down. Oh, no, no. <laughs> so, you know, listeners, please do not choke the children that you uh, work with. <laughs> no, no, don't do that. Don't do that. No, no, no. <laughs> Um, but no, it, it, it's great. Um, I, uh, I, I've talked to people and, and I've had some people that I've talked to that have given it a try. A lot of it's parents with kids, mm-hmm. like their kids are more willing to give it a try. And then we've kind of noticed that once the kids train for a while, then sometimes the parents will mm-hmm. actually start training. Um, and that's always really exciting. Yeah. It becomes a, a whole family endeavor and that just kind yes. of bonds even further a good family bond for sure the only advice I have just as somebody who did martial arts a different one uh with her father never spar uh with each other well I don't know that actually my son is 11 and he's like 103 pounds and so like he was so angry one day just so angry and he wouldn't talk to me and he would so I was like let's go to the mats and you know, he's not big enough yet to hurt me, which is another <laughs> reason of the training. But after going for a good 10 minute round, like he started loosening up and enjoying it. And like, it really helped him be able to recapture his brain again and let the anger go and be able to talk to me again. So that was nice. And see, me and my nine-year-old are both pretty hot-headed, and so <laughs> we uh, we do drill a lot together with my husband, like telling us what to do. And mm-hmm. I actually ax- I, I busted his face the other day while mm-hmm. I was trying to regard, and I think he had to send us both to timeout. So, <laughs> <laughs> so there's definite pros and cons to that, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Shoot, I I refuse to roll or drill with my husband just because I say I have to go home with you, yeah. and so. Oh, my husband likes to tell people that he loves jujitsu because it's legal to choke out his wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's so big and so strong. So mm-hmm. when he, he was trying to show uh, a, one of the newer teenagers, it's like, well, show him what a barrel, bow and arrow choke is. So I ran right over there and I was like, look, and he's like, <laughs> it's like, so any chance I get, <laughs> I return the favor. I love it. I love it. But I definitely think jujitsu has helped our marriage as mm-hmm. well. Um, you know, we have a, another shared interest. Um, now, I'm, I won't lie. Sometimes I'm like, please stop talking about jujitsu. But uh, mm-hmm. um, I, I definitely think it's been good for us as a couple as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so uh, y'all have goals and drive that, I mean, that's yeah. having a goal and a drive is really something that can unite two people for sure uh I know that's how Ben and I that's how we met was through jujitsu and so mm-hmm. just all sorts of circumstances coming together on that one but uh were y'all doing jujitsu or did your husbands get you into it were you married or were you dating at the time when you got into it I, I think I know the answer to this but so my husband um, was doing jujitsu before we were together mm-hmm. and then we got married and he took about a six year break. Oh, wow. Um, and then he got back into it and I would always like kind of make fun of him and be like, why do you want to go waller around with other men? Um, <laughs> and uh, 
And so it wasn't really until my kids really got into it. And um, I had gained a ton of weight, was having a lot of like thyroid issues. And I was like, I've got to do something. We were both a bit chunky. Yes, we, we, we were chunky. We liked pie. Um, so, uh, you know, um, then I started, but I will say my husband never pressured me to do jujitsu. He said that he, he never wanted it to be something that he pushed on me. My husband said he knew that if it was his idea, I would never yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah. So it had to be my idea. And he was just, he kind of put the idea out there, like planted the seed. Mm-hmm. Um, but we wanted the kids to learn self-defense. And after extensive research, we decided on jujitsu being the best mm-hmm. for them, especially since they could like put all their intensity in it and still not probably get hurt. Yeah. So um, you train it, right? Yeah. We've got, I've gotten to the point where, um, you know, when I compete a lot of times, like sometimes I'll go compete at tournaments where maybe there isn't a big gym turnout, uh, turnout or things. Um, And so I've gotten to the point where I, I only let my husband coach me Mm -hmm. because he knows my game Mm -hmm. so well. Um, so again, that's been, that's been neat for us. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how much he loves that, but <laughs> <laughs> for when I go salt when I lose, um, uh, yeah. but uh, it, it, it's been a neat uh, bonding experience. Yeah. I know. Um, then nine times out of 10, you know, it's, it, it's, well, I'll say not, it's a 50, 50 shot when I go compete. If, I'm going to have like our main coach, you know, Eric, mm-hmm. uh, with us. Cause you know, he's, he's a pastor well, a youth minister pastor. Um, so he can't go away a lot on the weekends. And so Ben ends up being my de facto coach, but I'm a little too salty and sassy to listen to him. <laughs> and, I, and my father, one time I was up in Jackson at an AGF. He happened to come and watch. And he said, you know, you're giving Ben these horrible, just dirty <laughs> looks. I said, I was really frustrated. Yeah. but well and then we laugh because when we compete so my husband actually he um he is not affiliated with the gym I'm affiliated with Mm -hmm. he uh trains primarily at a different gym Mm -hmm. and so it's interesting when we're at tournaments competing together because we're on different teams yeah (laughs) um, and it's just because he you know he trains and during the middle of the day I train mm-hmm. at night and we live, you know, far away from different gyms. So yeah. it's always funny to us. Like, <laughs> you know, we have the different team shirts on. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, I think that was something that I think is great that we've kind of talked about that it's, you know, jujitsu is just, it's really great for so many things. It's great for kids. It's great for, you know, marriages and it's great for people who may be older and they think they can't do anything. You know, I I hate to say it that way, but um, I've talked to some of my friends that are my mother's age um, and they think that they, all they can do is just stretch. And I, you know, have to stress, stress to them that no, you know, you can do so much more. Don't just Mm -hmm. give up. I don't want to say it that way, but for a lot of intents and purposes, they start physically giving up when they get to be, you know, in their late fifties, early sixties, or even earlier, they don't think, Oh, I got a bad knee. I can't do this. I can't do that. It's a whole bunch of, I can't, but, um, I don't know. I, I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like if they try it and they realize that 
you know, jujitsu is as intense as you want to make it. Mm-hmm. You know, it can, it's, uh, I know uh, we had a, uh, a guy uh, one time at a, our gym up, up in uh, Jackson that I was a part of once upon a time before I got married. Uh, he's in his mid sixties. And my father is a, just a few years younger than him. His birthday's actually today. And uh, he, uh, I begged my father, come out, you know, just try it out. Go with Mr. You know, Mr. Floyd, go with him. He's, he's great. He's going to match it. And Mr. Floyd may have been the, you know, the slowest quote unquote person on the mats, but he is the one you did not want to go with because <laughs> it was like rolling with a steamroller. It was slow, yeah. but once he got there, it was over. <laughs> so, but. Well, you know, they had the other day on one of the women's jujitsu Facebook groups, um, they were posting, this gym was posting, um, she was 65 year old blue belt looking mm-hmm. for a match at masters in uh, September. And I thought, how cool is that? So she had to have started jujitsu in her sixties, which yep. I think is just, it's, it's very inspirational, I think. Well, what my husband likes to say is as you get older and as you age, you're gonna hurt. <laughs> it's inevitable. So are you just going to sit there and let things start hurting or are you going to like hurt because you're actually doing something to work on yourself? Because mm-hmm. you're going to hurt either way. So you just got to choose. Yeah. And I think being active as you get older and not try to do it all like, you know, as a Hail Mary at the end, but if you stay active mentally, you're going to stay sharper you know, that might help stave off some, you know, age related, you know, mental cognition issues, you know, or even uh, other health ailments. You know, I'm thinking about my two grandmothers, you know, one just sat down on the couch and she is in massive decline. And I have another one who has never stopped doing things. And it's just a night and day difference, basically the same age, but she would think they were, you know, decades apart. And so I just think, something like jujitsu or, you know, anything active that keeps you moving is huge for your mental health and huge for your longevity. Yeah. But yeah, so I guess um, anything that y'all would like to to throw out, anything on y'all's radar, anything coming up in your lives that are, that we should uh, be uh, notified about? Huh? I don't think so. I'm, I'm ready to get back into competing. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if it'll be <laughs> this, this <year>. season. <laughs> and I might have to go for the 2023, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, competition season. My goal is to do, um, you know, the big tournaments next year. I'd like to do pans and worlds mm-hmm. and American nationals. So I already told yeah. my husband, I was like, get ready. We're going, <laughs> um, just to see, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I can go lose with the best of them. Yeah. <laughs> Put a positive spin on it. Yeah. <laughs> I know um, in New Orleans is close and that'll come back around what in the spring, I guess. Yeah. They, so they normally do a spring and they do a fall. They actually right. did this one earlier. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Which was a little surprising. Um, so I'm, I'm still debating. Mm-hmm. got till the 22nd to yeah see how the old knee's doing there you go and there's also evidently a uh a southern or southeastern submission classic women's division in pensacola i think it's no gi only um so you know if you wanted to 
get greased up and roll out there. You know, you could do that. So I'm, I'm not going to lie. I don't think me, and I don't want to talk for you, Alex, but I don't think either one of us are fans of the Nogi. Mm. Um, nope. And I think I, I don't, it may just be because none of the other girls really do Nogi mm. or um, the men are really sweaty. I like I it because it keeps, I like the geek because it keeps most of my sweat on me and most <laughs> of the sweat on the outside from other people. <laughs> oh my. It hurts. It hurts my heart. That's my favorite thing because it's hard to hold me down. Um, my husband always tells me if I would give it like a real chance, I'd probably like it. And mm-hmm. he said you'd probably be good at it. But well, no, I'm sorry. He would never say I'd be good at it. But he said I'd, I'd probably do better at it. <laughs> but uh, I just I I haven't gone back to Nogi since um my injury just because I've had to really change my game up a lot. Right. So, um, but you know, once I'm fully recovered, we'll see. Yeah. You never know. Don't and never say never. That's so. right. Yeah. You never know. Five years ago, I would have said never to jujitsu. So, and here we are. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, y'all, thank you for your time, uh, coming out and sharing your, uh, experience on the podcast. Uh, and, uh, we look forward to seeing what you do in the future with your competitions and training. All right. Thank you, Sarah. Thank, thank you. save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA SafePilot, you'll feel like a big deal. Even in a traffic jam. Save up to 30% with USAA SafePilot. Restrictions apply. Zaza Music Festival, the most anticipated summer event, is coming to Bader Field in Atlantic City on July 15th and 16th. Lado, Baby, Remy Ma, Freeway, Beanie Siegel, Coyle Ray, Coco Jones, and more. Plus, the world premiere of the new Burner Boy Breakfast Metaverse series with more artists to be announced. Tickets are on sale now at ZazaFestivals.com. Get your tickets before they're gone. Visit ZazaFestivals.com for more info about the VIP experience and the full lineup. ZazaFestivals.com. Come